hungry. Thanks for the love, people. Love the weekly applause. It's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. I am here at Hungryland with Mikey and Jamie. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. We're here. We're hungry. We're happy. I'm glad you're hungry. Thank you for being hungry. We're always hungry here. And that is why today's podcast, the subject is just too perfect. And it is so appropriate. And it's appropriate for us because we're always hungry, right? Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? Lately, I've been as hungry, so yes. Good. Well, that that's that's what inspired us. Plus, all the messages we get from our friends out there, and I would say in Hungryland, but we're the ones in Hungryland, but out there in I don't know food chewing land. What is it called? <laughs> Everyone always talks about how the fact that they're hungry all the time and what are they going to eat. So we decided to do a whole episode about what to eat if you're always hungry. Good. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. The subtitle is so that you don't get fat. <laughs> exactly. Because if we just say, oh, you can eat anything when you're hungry. But yeah, that's true. Just keep eating result. everything. <laughs> and if your pants don't fit, the next week's episode will be how to buy pants that expand. <laughs> no. But um, no, it's true. What to eat if you're always hungry that will not make you gain weight yes. or will even help you lose weight. I'll take it a step further mm-hmm. because we all want to eat and we want to not feel hungry. I mean, the whole idea and why one of the reasons why I started Hungry Girl was actually because I am a person that likes big portions and I never felt okay about people saying, just limit your portions or have a couple of bites of this or that. I'm a volume eater. Mm-hmm. And so the whole brand is basically based on eating more and feeling satisfied without overdoing it on calories. And we thank you for it. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for being here will there be and peanut, being part of it. Will Sorry. there be peanut butter options for me? I mean, there, there might be with, okay. you know, when you're always hungry, a peanut butter option, I would say would be powdered peanut butter yeah. because it's just a fraction of the calories and fat. Or just eat it on the treadmill. There you go. While you're the walking. more peanut butter you eat, the faster you go. All right. That works. That is not what this I'd episode ra- is I about. I would rather skip the peanut butter altogether <laughs> than do that. But no, it's, it is all about volume. You know, in this world, in the hungry land world, I'm always bulking things up and making things larger serving sizes and keeping the calorie counts down. And... I like that. And I think it's important, even though I have to say like the trend these days is to not count calories. Mm-hmm. And that kind of bugs me, mm. you know, because calories do count. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're the only thing that matter, but to say they don't matter at all is just a huge mistake. So we could probably do a whole episode on that coming up soon. Yeah. Just not today. Um, so volume is important. Mm-hmm. Size matters when it comes to your meals and your foods and your snacks. Um, but also the types of food that you eat, obviously, will make it possible for you to eat more volume. So in the case of Hungry Girl recipes and my personal eating habits, I emphasize a lot of lean protein, um, foods that have a lot of fiber, foods that have high water content. And I very much limit starchy carbs. I don't know. I know Jamie doesn't really eat a lot of starchy carbs either. We're like twinsies in that arena well i feel like if you are the type of person that wants to eat as much as you can and still fit into your pants mm, starchy carbs you just don't get a lot of bang for your calorie buck and for me yeah like for me that's part of it but an even bigger part is that they make me hungrier ah i just if i eat even like that's why there are a lot of recipes that we have that use starchy carbs and if they work for you Mm -hmm. if you want to use a hundred calorie flat bun on something fantastic when I eat that stuff makes me want to eat more and more Mm -hmm. and more and more so that's my problem well I'm glad we're going to focus on what because I think a lot of people probably they might not even realize it you know what I mean so this this episode will be really helpful we're going to get into specifics specific meals and ideas on what to eat if you're always hungry exactly and we're going to start off with some tips 
and tricks, just general tips and tricks. Mike, are you ready? I'm ready. Do you have a pen? I have a pen. Mike, you're not always hungry. Uh, Mike's thin. All he does is talk about peanut butter. Lately, I've been very hungry. I don't know what's going on, but maybe it's like old age or something, but I'm getting... <laughs> it's He has uh, been. Old age. Yeah. Really? I've been eating a lot and I'm not getting hungry. I don't know why. Well, you're not gaining weight, so that's I good. think it's what I'm eating, probably. Chocolate. And peanut butter. Peanut butter. But mm-hmm. you're not gaining weight. Don't say it. I yeah. mean, you look great. I put it in good places. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> so moving on to tips and tricks. The first tip and or trick is to drink water. So start off your meals, your snacks with water. I, I know that sometimes I'm better than others. When I travel, I'm not as good. But I try to keep a bottle of water or Perrier around at all times. I know you do as well, do. Jamie. And it's like before a meal, just drink a big glass of water. Yeah. Anytime I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. I want to eat something. It's like now automatic. I force myself to just grab it and chug and it like quiets down the hunger. It does. And if you do that before a meal, you'll probably eat a little less. Mm-hmm. So that's a good idea. Okay. The next tip, hot sauce and spices definitely slow you down and mm-hmm. make you feel fuller faster. Mm-hmm. I know I, I like spicy food. I'm not like a person who loves crazy spicy food. I don't like when the spice takes over the flavor of your meal. Mm-hmm. But I know when I use hot sauce or a little Tabasco or even a little Frank's or a little cayenne that it makes me drink more water. Mm-hmm. It makes me eat more slowly and then I eat less. So spice it up if appropriate. Don't put, <laughs> don't put cayenne on your brownie. I could put Frank's Red Hot on anything. I love Frank's Red Hot. It's yeah, it's a, boy, it's a boy thing. You Especially, like it on pizza? Oh yeah, always. Yeah. I, I love that they have the actual Frank's seasoning mix now. Mm-hmm. So like we'll put that in our ground turkey when we're cooking it. Mm-hmm. So we get spicy ground turkey without having it be like super saucy. Yeah. Yum. It's really good. So mm-hmm. for those people who don't know what Frank's Red Hot is, it makes everything taste like chicken wings. Mm-hmm. So basically any chicken wing that you have at a bar probably at some point in its life has been involved with a Frank's Red Hot. It sounds like, so uh, scandalous. <laughs> it's scandaloso. But no, Frank's Red Hot, it's a total chicken wing thing. Mm-hmm. And it can make things taste like chicken wings, even without the butter. Mm-hmm. So chicken wings are largely Frank's Red Hot and butter. But if you skip the butter, it still tastes like wings. Yep. So find it. Okay, the next tip. This is a good one. It actually came in from one of our fans oh. the other day. It was a guy, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. it a guy? Do you mm-hmm. remember his name? I don't. All right. We don't know your name, sir, out there, whoever you are. Thank you for this tip. He said that he has a 10 minute rule that if he really wants something, if he wants to indulge in something, if he's craving a donut, that he will allow himself to have it. But after 10 minutes. So he waits that 10 minutes. And if after that 10 minutes is up, he still wants the donut. He has it. But he finds, and I find too when I've tried this, after those 10 minutes, you sort of calm down mm-hmm. and you realize maybe mm-hmm. it's not the best choice. That's a lot of self-control, though, because I don't know if I could wait 10 minutes. If there was a donut sitting right next to me and I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to wait 10 minutes. No, I'm walk away it right from away. it. I tried this today. So with my lunch, this always happens to me. I eat my lunch. It's big. It's satisfying. But I finish it and my brain is just like more, more, please go eat something in the kitchen. Go have something else. And so today I said, all right, Jamie, you can have something else, but first you're just going to pause. You're going to walk around. You're going to do something. I forgot. The 10 minutes passed, and I forgot that I was thinking about going back to it. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so All thanks right. to that guy. Thanks to that guy who we're going to find out his name and send him a goodie. We're going to send him measuring spoons. We'll call him Jimmy right now. Jimmy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> All right, James. All right, you're going to get measuring spoons when we figure out who you are, and I'm sorry we got your name wrong. Next trip. Next trick mints or toothbrush activity 
So basically, if you put something minty in your mouth, like be it a lifesaver, a certs, or just Crest toothpaste on your toothbrush, that's going to stop you mm-hmm. from craving or wanting to eat more foods. Mm-hmm. It just does. Because mm-hmm. when you eat food after you have mints in your mouth, it just tastes bad. Yeah. Only mints taste good after mints. Or your peppermint patties. True. Yeah. That's true. This won't but work <laughs> if you're a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't eat York peppermint patty instead of brushing your teeth. But if you brush or floss or pop a mint in your mouth, that will help you. Um, and then another little tip, and I find this helps if you're that type of eater, is to eat small meals throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Just like mini meals mm-hmm. instead of three square meals or three meals and no snacks or three meals and one snack. A lot of people like this, and I go through phases where I do this, but you eat small mini meals throughout the day, keeps you feeling satisfied, and you still have the same calorie count. Yeah. And again, if you're a volume eater and you can find ways to bulk mm-hmm. up those mini meals, you feel like you're just eating nonstop. Which, which is basically what I do. And, and, and I know you do that, but you eat the <laughs> healthiest things. Like Jamie's mm-hmm. plates are always filled with things that are just like amazingly creative and mm-hmm. vegetastic, lots and lots of veggies. So now let's get into your actual meals and what you eat throughout the day that we can talk about and ways to eat more of it and what could be satisfying when you're always hungry. So let's start with breakfast. Who here likes breakfast? All hands up. This girl. (laughs) This girl. I used to hate breakfast, but now I like it. You love breakfast now. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, breakfast is most satisfying when I eat large amounts of egg. Egg whites, egg scrambles. You can use a lot of veggies or not. Sometimes I just have fruit with it. I, you know, I eat like a light cheese kind of with it. Jamie, you're big on making giant omelets with lots and lots of vegetables. Yes, embarrassingly large. And you can do that for not a lot of calories. Very, very few. So for those people who also think they don't have time to do that, you could use, I make egg mugs, but like the mugs I use are not like a coffee mug. I know we talk about making the eggs in a coffee mug and using a half a cup of egg, but I use those giant soup mugs Mm -hmm. and I put in like a full cup of eggs and I, I make them tremendous because they have 25 calories a serving. Right. So even like a cup of the egg substitute is 100 calories, right? it's so satisfying. It's pure protein. It's not like, I I agree with you. Starting the day with eggs, especially egg whites or egg beaters, so filling. The best. And also, if you want more volume for your breakfast, Greek yogurt is a great way to do that. Greek yogurt or even like a low-fat cottage cheese with a lot of fruit. I'm a big fruit lover. I'm a fruit eater. And I don't like... I don't go for the typical way people get yogurt. Like if I'm going to go out to a diner and have yogurt, I never get the yogurt granola parfait. Oh, no. No. I feel like a lot of people go for that because they think fruit and yogurt. That's my healthy choice. I think that's what they think. But I feel like the way they do it, A, you don't know if they're using fat-free yogurt. And then you have to ask. And sometimes they don't know. But they'll come back from the back of the kitchen with whatever container it is. And then sometimes they put honey on it. A lot of times there's lots of granola. Right. Mm -hmm. It just ends up being not a good option. Like, it's hard. I mean, that's a whole other thing. But we can go into when you're out, Mm -hmm. how you know what's safe to order and what's not. But if you're not out and you're home and you can control it, like, I love a big bowl of cut fruit and then I dip it in Greek yogurt. Oh, that's smart. So instead of putting the fruit on top of the yogurt, you, you dip. Right. So I'm eating more fruit. And then, you know, usually about 80 to 100 calories worth of yogurt. Mm -hmm. And it's so satisfying. Love that. And also growing oatmeal. Mm-hmm. That's such a hungry girl thing. That's like, in case you're not familiar with us, I don't know who listening <laughs> out there doesn't know what growing oatmeal is, but it's a way to supersize your oatmeal serving. And oatmeal, again, one of those things when you order out, if you're out and you get oatmeal, it's either going to be a small serving size or it's going to have two or three times as many calories as you want. Right. 
based on how they cook the oatmeal. But mm -hmm. if you make it at home and you use a regular serving of oatmeal, which is what, a quarter cup? Uh, I think so. A, I think it's a quarter or a half. I think it's half a cup. It is half a cup. Yeah. Whatever it is, you instead of putting in one cup of water, you put in two. Whatever mm -hmm. the whatever the oatmeal to liquid ratio is, you just double the liquid and mm -hmm. cook it for twice as long. It works best with the slow cooking oats. And then you let it sit. Let it sit for like 20 or 30 minutes yeah. and it just grows. It expands. And I it's amazing. I am so excited because in a few short weeks, we are debuting our overnight growing oatmeal. Ooh, and it huge. is enormous. Tremendous. I remember you like had Erin test it again because you're like, there's no way this is one portion. It's two full cups. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And low calories. Yeah. Very, very, very reasonable. Coming soon. Uh, very soon. And it's just a great thing. If you like oatmeal and you like big servings, this will change your life. So that's a great breakfast. And another thing I do is like, I eat two mini breakfasts. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess I kind of do that too. But that's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, it also depends on when you wake up. So like I wake up early in the morning, maybe around six o'clock and I wake up hungry. Some people mm -hmm. don't wake up hungry. I, do. mm -hmm. I wake up very hungry. So especially if I'm going to work out at all, I need something, you know, even if it's an orange or a piece, a small piece of fruit, a handful of grapes, mm -hmm. um, anything to just take the edge off my hunger. And mm -hmm. then I have the second part of my breakfast a few hours later. I feel like one of the things that we keep that's present in all the things we're talking about is like to not let yourself get hungry. Cause I think when you let yourself get hungry, that's when you overeat mm -hmm. and all of this with, you know, talking about mini meals instead of three square meals or snacking or breaking your meals into pieces. It's like, it's great. Cause you're never going to let yourself get to that place where you're like, I'm ravenous. Give me mass amounts of food. Right. So, you know, you're always hungry and then you keep that hunger at bay. Yep. By just keeping it tame by eating. Mm -hmm. Great. We're so smart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to lunch slash dinner. Lunches and dinners. Um, I have to say I love to start with a broth-based soup. It's the same as like mm -hmm. drinking that glass of water. Yep. So if it's a soup that doesn't have a lot of calories, it's not cream-based, you're going to have that water that's going to fill you up. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's like chicken broth, you feel like you're eating a mini meal, mm -hmm. even if it's like 10 or 20 calories. That is a great way to start a meal. I also love, I eat frozen meals. I know frozen meals, the trends come and go, mm -hmm. right? It was They were like totally trendy 10 or 15 years ago. Then they went away completely. Mm -hmm. Now they're kind of back. Yeah. And there's a lot of fresh tasting, really impressive frozen meals. But I like to bulk those up by adding more vegetables. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're we, never big enough, the frozen no, meals. No. And there are so many options now with so many creative vegetables mm -hmm. that you can just throw that in the microwave, bulk up your meal. And it's so much food for like not a lot of calories. So what do you what do you like to bulk up your frozen meals with? I like um, mixed vegetables. I love mm -hmm. the, I, my absolute favorite is probably the broccoli, cauliflower, carrots. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that has the an trifecta. official name. <laughs> the Sometimes they call it California blend. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works. I or wonder, Asian style is yeah. also good. I Star love Stir fry those. veggies. Yeah, I mean, any, any veggie opportunity mm -hmm. that I can find <laughs> without a sauce. Mm -hmm. Anything that's just like straight up veg, it's just good for bulking it up. Um, also, Pasta. Okay, so if you want, if you're a person who normally likes to have pasta for lunch or dinner, you should swap out. I think it's the best idea. Veggie noodles, because 
if you use spaghetti squash or zucchini noodles, you can eat so much more. So, mm-hmm. so, so much more. Zucchini noodles, what do they have? 20 calories a cup? Yeah, it's like nothing. It's quite, you could eat five I know. cups for 100 calories. Or if you want to have that cup of pasta, which, you know, don't have three cups of pasta, which is what it would take most of us to feel full, but have that one cup of pasta and just toss in those two cups of zucchini noodles. Yeah, if you have the self-control to do that, <laughs> do it. Maybe Mike can do that. Mm. I I have a hard time. Like I just have to avoid the pasta altogether. Mm. But it is, again, it's a great way to bulk up your pasta mm-hmm. if you have the uh, the self control. And same with veggie rice. You know, cal- uh, the cauliflower rice, twenty five oh, yeah. calories a cup. Mm. That's just a great way to get that starchy carb feel for not a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. And then, if you want to bulk up your meat dishes, just add mushrooms. Chop up mushrooms. Cook it up with your le- extra lean ground beef. And you can bulk up your beef service. I know. It's crazy. When you cook them together between the seasonings and like the juices from the meat, it just feels like you're eating twice as much, but it's half, you know, cooked mushrooms. It's Great. So good. I've so been, healthy. I've been fooled a few times by Jamie with that. <laughs> um, and then J- this is like a, such a Jamie tip. Make veggies the base of all your meals. Mm-hmm. She's yep. the queen of big salads. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how many bags of lettuce you go through in a week. A lot. <laughs> a how lot. many? How many fridges do you have? Do you have a lettuce fridge? No. I do. Uh, so I do the shopping. I do two, sometimes three treks to the store and I'll buy like four bags at a time. So that's, uh, it's usually three. So that's 12 bags a week. That's yeah. A I mean, it fills you up. It does. Yeah. It makes me happy. And <laughs> but I use some of that too. I mean, it's not just all Jamie, but mostly Jamie. But I find like if I'm going to have, you know, four or six ounces of protein and some salad dressing, you know, and some sauce of some sort, like I'd rather just build it all around this big salad and I chop it up really good. And it's, you know, just is a great way to eat a lot of food for not a lot of calories. I I know I can relate to that because there's something about being able to stick your fork and stick it in your mouth, stick your fork and stick it in your mouth. Like you can eat a lot. Like I don't want to say you're shoveling it, but when you eat a salad, you can eat it like that. And it's fun. Yep. Imagine doing that with like ziti. No, it would be a huge <laughs> disaster. So I can relate and, and hats off to you. Yeah. Um, okay. Those are the meals. Now we want to move on to snacks. Yay. Snacks, snacks, My snacks. Favorite. Back to the soup. All right. I don't know. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I, when I snack, I like to snack on what feels like a meal. It feels more satisfying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like soup to me is the ultimate snack. I don't like, some people snack on like, a sweet coffee drink Mm -hmm. or they snack on bars or chips. I much prefer something that feels like a meal. It's just way more satisfying and it's perfect. Again, if you're the type of person, you know who you are. You tuned into this podcast because you're like always hungry. That's me. Keep just like cans and cans of Progresso soup or light soup and you will always have a satisfying snack. Exactly. Or even like the powdered chicken broth oh, or yeah. the little mm-hmm. like chicken broth concentrate from Trader Joe's. Those things you can keep in your purse and you just add water wherever you are. They're really satisfying. Mm-hmm. And then another thing to always have around like slaws, veggie slaws, either mm-hmm. broccoli coleslaw or the, uh, the slaw that you get in a bag that you would make coleslaw out of that is not doesn't have the, the dressing on it. Right. Just the cabbage. And just stuff. The, yeah. It's just what is it? Cabbage and cabbage and carrots. Yeah. Okay, that and you could bulk things up with that or just eat that alone. The Uh, easiest version of that, by the way, that's like the base of a Hungry Girl recipe is to take broccoli coleslaw and Newman's own sesame ginger. Then you can add all sorts of stuff to it. But even just those two, if you keep that in your fridge, it's such a good little snack. Great. Or big snack. Yeah. And you could even put the broccoli slaw into your soup. (gasps) And it feels like noodles. Very inception. I, I I nuke that for like maybe 
30 or 35 seconds. So it's not mm-hmm. so, it's like, it's slightly cooked. Mm-hmm. So it's not so raw. That sounds delicious. It's, it's so good. And then veggies, roasted veggies, you can have those around or veggies and salsa and locale dip. Just always have lots of cut veg in your fridge because it's just something you can grab mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. I know, Jamie, you're big on cucumbers. Cucumbers and also baby carrots because yeah. they're just, they're already ready to go. You don't have to cut them. And again, it's like when you get into that headspace of like, I need to eat a lot of something. You can eat a cup of baby carrots. I know. And I do that sometimes. Do you want to hear something weird? I've never said this out loud before. Yes. But like, (laughs) I love coconut. And there's something about, sometimes when I eat baby carrots, I pretend it's coconut. Oh Oh. my God. Because it has the same texture. Have you had the, uh, Trader Joe's has those multicolored ones. Well, they have it all stores now, but the multicolored ones. The carrots? Yeah. Do you get the white one and think that it's coconut? (laughs) It's go. No, but I like, I love the purple carrots. Mm -hmm. I think that's so fun. I used to like to eat celery and pretend it had peanut butter on it. Isn't that depressing? <laughs> but the, I'm telling just you, like, the memory of it. <laughs> just eating celery is depressing. That's it's true. Own. Just because I don't really... I don't know. I'm not a big celery fan. I'm sorry if I offend anyone out there who loves celery, but... Um, it's better with peanut butter. You're right about that. Um, also, whole fruit. I am a big whole fruit snacker. Like, mm-hmm. to me... At any time, if I'm feeling like super hungry and I want to reach for something, if I have an apple or an orange or a pear, mm. any kind of whole fruit, I, it just makes me happy. I don't know if it's the fiber, but it satisfies me. It fills me up. I love too. There are studies that say if you keep a bowl of fruit like out in your kitchen, you're more likely to reach for it than to like go scavenging through the cabinet. So that's a neat little trick if you're like trying to get yourself to eat more fruit, keep it out in sight. Keep it out and keep the little mini chocolate bars out of sight. Yes. Because <laughs> if you have a bowl out of, of reach. chocolate, you'll, you'll reach for that. Um, and then also hard-boiled egg whites mm. and just egg beaters, always in the fridge. Yeah. So it's a good, again, if I'm feeling really hungry, I want something protein-related. If I have just two hard-boiled egg whites for 40 calories, 35 calories, oh, it's so satisfying. I know. Isn't it crazy? I mean, you could have like six of them for a hundred calories. It's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's very, very low. And I like to eat those room temperature or I throw them in the microwave for like maybe 10 or 15 seconds. I never thought to do that, to heat up my hard boiled eggs. I might have to try that next time. Yeah. And then you put put the uh, everything bagel seasoning on it. That tastes really good. I've also put, oh, that's a good one. Cause I was going to say, I've also put that Frank's red hot seasoning on it. Um, But I have to try truffle salt. That sounds really yummy. Throw whatever you want on your egg whites. Go crazy. So you can't go wrong. I mean, maybe chocolate on egg whites might be bad. But, yeah. Or peanut butter. That would taste terrible. Yeah. All right. And I have to say, I have a new obsession. It's really not that new because I've talked about it on a few podcasts. It's been in the Hungry Girl emails. But I have to say, one of my biggest snacks that I've been eating, like it's going out of style in the past mm-hmm. like month or so, is I take that broccoli that you can buy that steams in the bag. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole bag is 100 calories. And I steam the broccoli in the bag. And then I mix up the perfect perfect cheese sauce by using that uh, anthony's yeah. cheese powder i'm i can't believe how good that stuff is uh, and it's, it's natural it's all natural and it has 70 calories for two tablespoons which is a ton uh, but you have to just add the perfect amount of water i feel like i take the back of my spoon i just start using like a tiny bit of warm water maybe like a teaspoon at a time and you start mixing 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 until you get the perfect texture thick creamy cheese Mm -hmm. and then i dip that broccoli in the cheese sauce it tastes exactly like blue box mac and cheese Mm -hmm. it's yeah to me even like even better because it does it tastes real Mm -hmm. that's the thing that i love about it it's so good have you ever done it with steamed broccoli coleslaw i bet it would be kind of noodly and like 
I have, I've used that. Okay, I use that sauce everywhere. So I've made sauces by using that. I sometimes add like like low-fat cream cheese to it or a wedge of laughing cow. And I will put it on broccoli slaw or the cauliflower gnocchi from oh, Trader Joe's. Wow. So good. But the way, it's so much food. That big, big, and, and I'm not saying you have to eat the whole bag of broccoli because that might be extreme. Mm-hmm. So even if you ate like 50 calories of broccoli and 50 to 60 calories worth of that cheese, it just, it feels, it's so much like a mini meal. It's a great snack. And I, it's been saving me so often these days. Um, and now sweets. I don't know. Are you sweet people? Mm-hmm. Of course we're sweet. Come on. <laughs> I know you're sweet, but do you like sweets? I like them, but I don't love them. I'm not. I'm much more of a savory. Are really? you a sweet or a savory? Well, I'm savory because I can eat more of it. Like sweets, I just not enough bang for my calorie buck. Sweets, I don't know. Like, I don't have, I have the opposite problem of most people. Like, I could eat five chocolate chips and be fine. I could eat three M&Ms and be fine. I'm not a chocoholic. I mm-hmm. like it. I'm not, I'm not crazy, but it's not something that makes me, it's not a trigger food for me. Mm-hmm. But to me, sweets are more like fruit. I, I will eat an apple mm-hmm. or, you know, in the case of sweets, though, what I recommend to people who like sweet things, who really crave dessert, know your calorie limit. Like, figure out exactly how many calories you want to spend on whatever it is you're eating and then work backwards. So if you love chocolate, but you want your whole snack to be 150 calories, maybe have a few teaspoons of chocolate chips available and use them to stuff a strawberry or melt them and dip a piece of fruit into it. Or if you like that sweet caramel flavor, you can take some of the light caramel dip and maybe get 60 calories worth of that heat it a tiny bit and dip apple slices oh, into it. Oh, that's a great idea. So you're getting a big serving, but you start by figuring out, okay, how much of the decadent stuff can I have? And then you fill it out with the, the low calorie stuff. Exactly. I love exactly. That. And one of my favorite recipes, cause like, again, I'm not a big, I don't take a lot of time to make these, but it, it, the, the one exception, the apple s'mores. Mm-hmm. I love the ones that I brought and made oh, on Dr. Yes. Oz, which is just like slices of apple with like chocolate drizzled over it and then graham cracker crumbs and mini marshmallows that you torch mm-hmm. or just heat up for a second. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. So, so it's good. fun. It feels like you're eating something bad for you, but it's good for you ish. It is good for you. <laughs> okay. So since we have been talking about feeling full and you know, being hungry all the time and what foods satisfy us, it got us thinking like, and it's a question that we talk about all the time. Like everyone says fiber makes you feel full, but is all fiber created equal? Mm. Like when Weight Watchers really counted fiber, do you remember when all of these foods were infusing fiber into packaged things that you would Mm -hmm. never see fiber in? Yeah. You get a muffin top with like 11 grams of fiber. (laughs) Yeah. Or like a thing, an ice cream bar with six grams of fiber Mm -hmm. or this or that, the other thing with fiber infused. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know, and and people want to know, is that the same? Do you feel as full? Is it as healthy when you eat foods that are sort of not naturally infused with fiber, but sort of, I don't want to say fakely, but fakely, <laughs> right? I mean, like added fiber. What's yes. a better way to describe it? Artificially and fiberized. <laughs> Artificially fiberized. Foods. Fiber injected foods. Are they the same as the naturally occurring uh, fiber in foods? So to answer this question, we reached out to our friend, the nutrition diva, a.k.a. Monica Reinagle. She's terrific. She has a fantastic podcast. If you have not heard it, you should listen to it, The Nutrition Diva. She's awesome, and she weighed in with her opinion. 
I have really mixed feelings about these types of foods. On the one hand, it's a way to get a little extra fiber into your diet, and that might help you feel more satisfied after you eat or maybe bolster the beneficial bacteria that live in your intestines. And of course, fiber can also help slow down the absorption of the sugars in those foods, so you might not get quite as big a sugar spike. Could even help keep you more regular. But on the other hand, adding some fiber to ice cream or a candy bar doesn't exactly turn it into a nutritious food. I mean, it may still be high in sugar and calories. And clearly, these are highly processed foods. They're just never going to have the same nutritional quality or benefits as foods that are naturally high in fiber. So I'd hate to see anyone replacing whole foods like legumes or vegetables or whole grains with fiber-filled cookies or ice cream and feel like they were getting the same thing. And I also wouldn't want you to use that little bit of extra fiber as a justification for eating more ice cream or candy or cookies. Monica, that makes sense. Very, very sensible. I, I agree with everything she said. Let's go have some fiber-packed ice cream. Yeah, it's it. it's sort of like what I suspected, but it's good to hear an expert say, yeah, okay, it's, you know, it's good. If you're going to have an ice cream bar, have one with a little fiber, but don't have that instead of your apple. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, so now we're going to close out the podcast. Yeah. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. With five things that I always have on hand. All right. My go-to items that I have in my fridge, in my world, when I am always hungry. And these are things that we probably mentioned throughout the podcast, but get a pen and write them down because they can and will help you a lot. And by the way, we're going to go into the fridge after this and make sure they're all there. (laughs) You don't believe me. (laughs) Unless you've eaten them all. They're totally all there. (laughs) And these are things I keep in my house and here at the fridge at Hungryland. So that's, that's, you know, they're always around. One, broccoli slaw. The original veggie noodle, right? We used to use it as a veggie noodle. Back in the day, before there were other options. And I share it with my bunnies. I always have. But broccoli slaw, in case you don't remember, we talked about it, but it's Mm -hmm. broccoli stems that are shredded with purple cabbage and carrots. And the whole bag has about 100 calories. You can do so many things with it. You can eat it raw. You can cook it up. You could stir fry it. You can throw it into soups. It's just a great filler, great way to bulk up stuff. Were you stuff. the one who told the story about how they created that, where the guy was, they were throwing away all the stems and someone was like, let's turn these into slaw. Or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so, man packing invented it. And it was a guy. So brilliant. Yeah. So smart. It was a man yeah. at man's. It, it was a man at man's. <laughs> it was, it was all of those things. Um, two, broth. Broth. We talked about it. Oh. We'll talk about it again. I like the powdered kind or the, um, the broth that, is more of a concentrate in the little packets that you get at Trader Joe's. So yummy. So worth, good. Worth a long drive to Trader Joe's if there's not one near you and stock up. Agreed. Um, and again, you can have that alone or you can make a little mini soup out of it. You can throw in a, some chicken or throw in some of the broccoli slaw. Okay, number three, apples. Yeah. Apples are always in my world. I prefer Fuji apples. There's a lot of really hot apples right now. Envy. Envy is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um what are the one honey crisp? Everyone loves People honey crisp. Love Pink Lady. Yes. I just like Fuji's. I'm old fashioned, but Classic. I like I love all apples. I love I used to eat at Macintosh. Are they still around? Oh yeah. Oh, those are good. They're like creamy. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they're just good. They're a little tart. They're good. They were I think they were like Fuji's before Fuji's. Mm. Um, they're not like nobody eats delicious apples anymore, do they? Uh, they sell them in a bag. It, you know, at the stores in instead of instead <laughs> of individually, they, they they force you to buy like a whole bag of them. They're the budget friendly apple. Yeah. Out of style. Mm-hmm. Okay, number four, egg whites. Yep. 
always I like to like boil a whole bunch of eggs in the beginning of the week and I have them in the fridge. I also have containers of egg beaters, which is essentially egg whites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always there. An egg mug in the afternoon is just like it'll change your day. If you're in a bad mood, have an egg mug. Life's I, gonna get better. I agree. <laughs> thank thank you for that ray of sunshine. And the fifth thing I always have on hand. Turkey slices. Oh, turkey we have slices. to add those to our grocery list. That is a good. If you're always hungry, grab a turkey slice. I grab. I share them with Lolly. I wrap them around pickles or cucumbers. They're just like for so little calories. Because you know, I like to get it sliced pretty thin. Mm-hmm. I get the boar's head, low salt kind from the deli mm-hmm. counter, mm-hmm. and maybe a slice has ten to fifteen calories. Yeah, it's like nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing, and it's so satisfying. I also want to give a shout out. Ugh. I know I, I have to shout out to these water chestnuts. Mm. Oh, water chestnuts. Yes. I keep cans of them in my yeah. house. You eat to, them by themselves? I do. I put them in everything. They're great in salads. They're great because they don't really have a lot of flavor, but mm-hmm. they have great crunch. crunch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great in salads, great in stir fries, great alone. Ugh, I think they're underrated. Yeah. Total unexpected love for the water chestnut. <laughs> Are they the same chestnuts as chestnuts roasting on open fire? Or is that a different chestnut? No, that's a real chestnut. That's like I think a chestnut nut. is a nut. I yeah. think so too. Yeah, but okay. a water chestnut is a vegetable. Gotcha. Um, but that's it. This, I think, has been a super helpful episode. If you want to check out the show page for it, you can go to hungry-girl.com slash foodcast. Um, everything we discussed, or at least a nice chunk of it, will be there. And study it. Because it's this is good, helpful mm-hmm. stuff. We're all hungry. We all want to know how we can be satisfied and fit into our pants. Mm -hmm. And this episode is a wonderful resource. And if you have ideas that we didn't talk about, you should go to the Hungry Girl What's Chewing community on Facebook and share them. It is the most helpful, awesome group in the world. And you should share your tips there and we'll keep an eye out. And if you have ideas for a future podcast or you just want to say hi or leave us a message, you can call Mike at 805-380-8075. That is his personal number. That is my personal number. (laughs) Yeah, but don't text him. Yeah, I won't text you back. I only pick up the phone. And don't call after hours. (laughs) Who's on the phone, Mike? In the middle of the night. (laughs) It's Deborah from Wisconsin. She wants to know where to get Anthony's cheese powder. (laughs) It's always women. It's always women. Um, but yeah, we love hearing from you. And if you don't get our daily emails, please sign up for the Hungry Girl daily emails at hungry-girl.com. And that wraps up another episode. Yeah. Thank you, guys. That's it. This was fun. And thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget, tune in next Friday. We'll be back with a brand new episode. I am Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing.